Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be, until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality, and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day. So I honestly, I'm not sure when this episode is coming out because I literally just, today is actually Tuesday that I'm recording. This is Tuesday, February 4th. And I just felt really, uh, I was gonna say expired. I did not expire. I'm still fresh. Okay, thank you. Bless. Um, No, but I felt really inspired to sit down and just record an episode. I felt really inspired to sit down and just kind of like catch all up, spill tea. Okay, just have us a little sit down chat episode. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about like the power of rest today because I feel like that's really heavily on my mind. And I feel like we need to talk about that a little bit more. I am, like I said, I'm just here. It's currently Tuesday and I wanted to like just let y'all know what's happening right now. So I'm actually getting ready to start a contract with a new client. This is actually an employer that I worked with last year and I'm going to be heading back into the nine to five life like for a contract for a little bit starting Thursday and I'm like really nervous about it because for the past about like one month maybe one and a half months I've just kind of been in a situation where I've had more free time to just work on creating content, to be at home, to really ground myself and to really just create awesome routines for myself and to learn how I work best. And I've been in just a place where I have been so grateful for all the free time that I've had because it's times like this where it's like a Tuesday, you know, at 12.30 p.m. when I would normally be at work at a nine to five where I'm able to sit down in my living room and record a video. And so that time, that season of my life is coming to an end very shortly. And it feels really weird. It feels weird because I know that if you guys have listened to this podcast for a minute, I just kind of have like just a dislike, I guess, of nine to five life, life, nine to five life. I have a dislike of it. And that's just kind of like my personal thing. Like I'm someone that I've always wanted to just, you know, work for myself, have my own business, have that autonomy, have that independence of being able to create something and being able to also just create my schedule from day to day. Like I like routine to some extent, but I also like having the flexibility to be like, okay, you know, I'm hit by inspiration right now. And so I can create something right now. Or if there's a time when I'm like, oh, I really just want to, like, I'm craving ice cream. Like yesterday I was craving ice cream and I wanted to go down to the local ice cream shop and it was just like randomly during the day and I was able to do that. So I like having that independence and that autonomy and that freedom to create a schedule that really works for me. But like I said, this is just kind of like the next season of my life where I am returning back to kind of a structured nine to five in order to complete some work for this team and for a specific project. And it's kind of weird because I was like talking to Seydoux about it and 
in all like the previous times where I've had to like take a new job or get a new job, it's always been this conversation with me and him where I felt really like half ashamed, I guess, like half of me would feel like shame that, you know, I haven't created a business that's been able to generate income where I can leave a nine to five. And the other part of me has felt just upset just kind of like anger and frustration that I have to go back to a nine to five or I have to go to a nine to five to make money this time there was such a shift in my perception and my perspective about it like I literally am seeing this as such a really awesome opportunity because it is something that's a little bit shorter term I am going to be able to have just like stable income coming in and again it's at a company that I know there it's like the team um, it's a different team but I know people at the company that still work there and they're just really nice to work life balance is good it was during that time at that company that I was able to really create awesome systems for myself in terms of content creation like I had like a really good schedule where I would like go into work um, I was able to take a lunch there so during lunch sometimes I would like create outlines for content and then after work I would either like stay after work and like rent a conference room and then record a podcast episode at work or I would take client calls at work after work or like at in the office after work and things like that so I was able to create like a really good schedule for myself and a really good system like I said this is just again the season that I'm going in and it was really interesting to sit down and have a conversation with them I remember when I was deciding whether or not I was going to take the offer once it was presented to me and it was sort of like for me and him this year is I'm spoiler alert you guys this year is the year that we are just we're like trying to end the long distance like we're over it it doesn't serve us anymore and we're both in a situation where um where we're living we're like we I'm kind of over Boston I've lived in Boston my entire life he's enjoyed being in California but he's kind of ready for like you know maybe coming back to the east coast so we're exploring a couple options there and once I have more info that I want to share with you guys that's definitely going to be on an upcoming episode but because we are exploring like ending the long distance this year I think for me I was seeing the shift or this like next stage of going back to the nine to five is kind of like like a really good step for me in order to save a certain amount of money in order to prepare for a move that's like a really important thing because a lot of times it's like we there are things that are going to happen in life that may not be on your timing right or may not be what you expect but I think the really important thing is how you look at it right because I could easily easily look at the situation and be like okay well I've had all this like free time to work on content and create content and just kind of like get to know um, my audience better and everything like that and now I'm gonna have to go back to 40 hours in an office where I'm not gonna like now that time is taken from me and I can look at it that way but I'm choosing not to I'm choosing to look at it the other way and I'm choosing to see the blessings that really lie in that opportunity of me being able to go back to a workplace that I know with people that I like with people that I'm friends with and go into a place where again I'm able to get closer to my financial goal in order to prepare for a move and so that's kind of like a little tidbit for you guys on like you know whatever is happening in life like there are seasons to it and my mom always says this to me whenever I'm like super frustrated about something not going my way or super frustrated about just like things not progressing in the way that I want to and she always says that it's nothing lasts forever right so things are always evolving and things are always changing and there is a season for everything and sometimes it's a season where maybe it isn't the way that you want something to work out and it's really just about shifting your perspective and seeing that this thing is not permanent but also trying to look for whatever good there is in it is there something that could benefit you in the situation could you flip the situation to benefit you some way and so that's sort of how I'm seeing it and sort of how I'm navigating this like next step because for me it really is just kind of like okay I'm choosing to see all the ways that this is going to benefit me and all the ways that it's going to help me and yes I'm going to have to you know be back on a schedule where I'm in an office at nine o'clock and I'm not able to leave the office until five o'clock but I'm also choosing to see the benefits in that too in that it's going to really help me get back on a very strict schedule when it comes to my content 
creation and to everything that I'm doing because as you guys know I record these podcast episodes I post daily on Instagram at the manifest daily if you're not following me on Instagram go ahead and check me out on Instagram so I post daily over there and then I'm also recording YouTube videos again and I know we have gone back and forth on this damn podcast about YouTube where I've been like oh yeah I'm doing YouTube and I'm like oh I don't know if I'm feeling YouTube I just am in a place where I'm like you know what why don't I actually give it a fair shot fun story I think I told you guys this in the podcast story episode but when I started the podcast and I started it at my friend's house well I actually didn't record the first episode there but I had the idea and I really started to write down the plans for at her house a couple days after the new year in 2019 but I actually remember saying to myself like I want to make a promise like I want to promise to give this my all for a year and there were times as you guys know if you listen to that episode where I took a couple breaks and I took breaks because either I was feeling frustrated with the progress of the podcast or it just wasn't working the way that I thought it would. And so I took a couple breaks, but all in all, I stuck to that promise of giving it a year. And now we're past the year. Now we're a little over a year and it's gotten to the point where this podcast is now such a part of me. Like it literally, like if I don't get on the mic or if I don't sit down and talk to you guys in a certain week it feels weird for me like I remember when I was in LA and I had two I think it was two episodes either one or two episodes that were like pre-recorded so I think the episode that came out the day that I was flying out and then the next episode that came out Christmas Eve with Julia Kelly that was pre-recorded as well and so I didn't record an episode for like two weeks and that was weird as hell I felt so like disoriented I was like oh my god I talked to my girls like like what is happening so this has been such a part of my life and becomes such a part of like my routine and you know I really want to see if YouTube has that possibility too and I think that there's something there when when you have an idea when you have something that's in your head and as time goes on you can't seem to get it out of your head I think that's a sign for you to really give it a fair chance and I don't think I've ever given YouTube a fair chance I've been on YouTube since I was in college and I used to post like makeup and beauty videos and I wasn't consistent then. I stopped, I started, I stopped, I started. And that's sort of been my story. It's always been a story of stopping and starting, of stopping and starting, and never really actually taking it seriously. And so when I started to take this podcast seriously, there, like, now I have moments where I really have to sit and evaluate the content that I create for this podcast. I have to sit, but I also am trying to also maintain, like, the, like, myself within this too. Like, I don't want to, I get to a point where I'm so afraid to create content that's really just like raw like this sit down like this isn't planned this certainly was not on my content calendar but I'm like okay I'm feeling I'm feeling type of way I'm trying to record an episode today so I'm gonna sit down like what's up and you know it is my podcast so I ain't got nobody telling me like nah boo like you can't do that I'm I'm about to do that if I feel it so I feel like there's something there if there's something that's been on your heart or your mind and no matter how much time has passed, you still feel like thirsty about it. You still feel like you got a vision around it. You feel like I want to try this thing. I want to do this thing. But maybe there is some self-sabotaging behavior around it, like AKA um, the inconsistency, or maybe you believe that you are not, you don't know enough or you can't do it, or there's something around your qualification that's not up to par. And that really is just that self-sabotaging behavior, those, those limiting beliefs that are holding you back from actually giving it your all. Because the thing is, once you actually like put in, a hundred percent of yourself into something it is a very vulnerable place to be like once you say I'm committing to something and I'm going to give this my all if the thing does not go as you expect it to go or if it does not achieve certain results as quickly as you expect or as quickly as you want it becomes really easy for you to put yourself in a place where you believe that you're a failure because you believe that you have not achieved certain results that should be yours based on you putting in 100% of yourself. I actually have um, a tweet that I put out the other day or yesterday rather that is going to be coming up on the Instagram feed soon and it was all about just sort of like the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you pick the fruit and I know you guys have heard that quote and if you haven't it's a bomb quote okay it's bomb and it really is just a really amazing thing to remember because a lot of times I think our society and I I, I don't know if this is deja vu 
that I'm about to say this. Cause I feel like, did I say this on a previous episode or did I say this to somebody? I said this to somebody. I don't know if it was y'all or Sadu or whoever, but it's like we are in such a place where everything is so instantaneous. Like everything happens so, so, so quickly. You hop on Instagram, you have access to hundreds of thousands of videos and pictures and whatever. You hop on YouTube, you can stream on Hulu. Like you don't even gotta, you know, you can hop on Netflix. You can watch a whole season of a show in a day. Like it used to be that you would have to, you know, watch the episode, wait the next week, watch the next episode, wait the next week. Then all of a sudden in the middle of the season, they got that little break that they take and then you gotta wait, you know what I'm saying? So now it's to the point where, Everything is just so accessible and everything is just so instantaneous. You order food, you got that delivery in 30 minutes or less of Domino's or else they're giving you a free pizza, I think. I, I don't know if that's still true, but I feel like that was a thing at one point in time. But it's so quick that we have gotten so used to everything happening on this timeline of quickness, of the fastness. And so when you start something new and when you commit yourself 100% to something, you all of a sudden believe that it's inherently your right to have it quickly, to have the result quickly, to plant the seed and pick the fruit within hours of each other, within days, within weeks. And when you don't see that seed sprouting and you don't see any sort of proof that whatever it is that you have planted is being grown, is being cultivated by yourself, you get into this place where you're now ready to to ditch that seed and be like, well, damn, that seed's just not going to sprout. So let me go and plant another seed. Let me go and plant another seed over here. Let me go and look at somebody else's garden and see that their seeds are all sprouting. They got flowers and sunflowers. And I'm over here with, you know, five seeds that I planted that won't grow. It's such a, a detrimental, you know, part of society, I feel like, because it just gets a lot of people into a place where, they're not cultivating seeds that have such beautiful potentials. And I've, I've seen that within myself, especially because I'm someone that, you know, I plant seeds because I'm such a creative. I have ideas on ideas on ideas all the time and I plant seeds. A lot of times I'll plant these seeds and if I don't see certain results, because I know what I'm putting in on the back end, I know that I'm working hard. And if I don't see certain results and I see other people plant seeds around the same time and it seems like they're just growing massively big plants, I get frustrated. And I start to compare my seeds and my, you know, my unsprouted seeds to their plants. And that's a really, really tough place to put yourself in. And it's a really unfair place to put yourself into because the minute you start to look at somebody else's garden and see what they're doing, and compare it to what you're doing. It puts you in a place where it just discredits all of your work. Because as you know, people always say this, you don't know what's going on on somebody else's timeline in their life. And not only that too, but you don't know the timeline that has been divinely orchestrated for them, right? It's like you can have a situation where somebody all of a sudden they they blow up, they go big, they they have this audience, they're doing whatever and they like they're getting all the things that you really want to get. And you start to all of a sudden believe that you either won't have those things or you're not worthy of those things because they have it. And that's really unfair because just because somebody has something that you want or has something similar that you want doesn't mean that you won't get it. And just because they got it within a certain period of time doesn't mean that you need to get it within that certain period of time. Because like I said, there's so much more to this that we can't see, that we can't understand with our human minds in terms of the divine timing and everything like that. Because a lot of times it's like, when you want something and you're putting in that work, there could be something else that you're meant to have a different path, a greater path that you're going to be led to. So maybe you're going down the road, you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to get X, Y, and Z result. And then you're meant to have a pivot all of a sudden down the road that's going to lead you to a whole different destination that you never even dreamed was possible, that you never even saw as an option for yourself because you you didn't even, it wasn't even in your like vision. It wasn't in your vision, but that's something that has been introduced to you. And now you're on this path to this greatness that you couldn't even see because you were so focused on a different thing. You were so focused on trying to get to a certain outcome that's similar to somebody else that you saw because you was looking over at their path and their garden and what they're doing. And so 
that's something, like I said, that I've had to combat myself and had to kind of deal with is this thing where it's like, as I create and as I cultivate whatever I'm doing, it's like also having the patience and the reminder that at the end of the day, everything is happening on a certain divine timeline. You can put in that work, you can take your inspired action, you can hold the vision, you can script, you can do all these different things. But if there is a certain time that something's gonna happen for you, that's the certain time that that thing is gonna happen for you. It's hard, it's a hard, it's a hard sort of thing to kind of come to terms with sometimes, especially again, when you look at other people and you see them doing things and you're wondering why certain things are happening for you but like I said it's not it's not about you in that moment it's not about you know you're not working hard enough you know if you're putting in a hundred percent of yourself into something you know if you're putting in ten percent of yourself into something and you know if you're taking aligned actions and you know if you're doing something out of fear the minute that you start to take actions that are really aligned the minute that you start to answer your heart's calling like whenever you feel very excited about something and even though it gives you just like a little bit of nervousness and fear because you're not sure what the outcome is but you start to follow those actions because you see that they're the things that excite you that's the minute that you're going to start to see that the things happen almost it'll seem quicker but you know again time is just really an illusion honestly but it'll seem quicker because you're going down a path that is more aligned for you. that being said I don't even know how we got on this topic y'all I feel like this is just the episode where we just chat in a way but we actually had 10,000 downloads on the podcast this was something that I have been just striving towards I have been so thirsty for this goal so I'm gonna give you all the backstory so when I started the podcast in 2019 little tech talk for you I was hosting my podcast on Squarespace so if you guys don't know what Squarespace is it's basically a website host it's where my website is hosted on themanifestdaily.com what you can do on Squarespace is you can have your podcast on there basically you upload like an mp3 recording and you embed it into a blog post and you have to manually set it up on some of the other platforms like Spotify Apple all those things and your podcast gets like streamed to those platforms and so I was doing that for the first nine months of my podcast. I was podcasting by uploading my stuff to Squarespace. And so in in October, yeah, so towards the end of September slash the beginning of October, I decided that I wanted to step up my podcasting game. I knew that the way that the podcast was going, basically Squarespace has like a limit. I think they've like upped their limit, but it used to be that you could only have a hundred podcast episodes on Squarespace. And then after that, what would happen is like, say somebody, say you did like 101 episodes. When someone came to find your podcast, if they scrolled all the way back, they wouldn't see number one. It would go from like two to 101. And then now they change it to 300. So now it's like, okay, if you record 301 episodes, someone will scroll back. They won't see number one, but they'll see number two to number 301. So I knew in my heart that the podcast was something I really was getting very focused on. At that point, I had started to get back into my routine of doing very consistent uploads. And I wanted to move to a host that was dedicated to podcast hosting. Because at the end of the day, Squarespace is a website host. It's a website platform. Technically, it's not a podcast hosting platform. They do have those capabilities, but they're not built for that. What I mean by that is like in terms of analytics, I would have to go on Spotify and then I would have to go on Apple. Apple and check my numbers separately and like add them together and then um that's how I would kind of like gauge how many listeners I had because Squarespace wasn't able to show me like there was no like in the analytics board I could see website visits but I could never see how many people were listening to the podcast on Squarespace and on top of that too like the mp3 was on Squarespace so it's like say someone came to my website and listened to the episode on my website because some people do do that that wouldn't count like I wouldn't ever see those numbers so it's like I could have you know 10 people listening to an episode on the website I wouldn't see those numbers I would just see whoever listens on Apple and I would see who listens on Spotify and so I wanted to move my podcasting to a dedicated podcast host and I ended up moving my hosting over to Libsyn um, and I love their hosting platform and I ended up getting like just like one of their more advanced hostings because I know I wanted to like 
give myself room to record more episodes if I wanted to. Libsyn has a really cool thing where it's like just in the back end, you can see all the numbers. So they show you, you know, everything combined. So you, I don't have to now, I don't have to go to Apple and then go to Spotify and then go to wherever to check my numbers. It's all in one platform, all in one dashboard. The thing about changing your podcast hosting is that when you change your podcast hosting, um, all your previous numbers don't get pulled in. So essentially when I moved everything over to my new podcast host, all my numbers from Apple from January to October, all my numbers from Spotify from January to October were not pulled into the dashboard. On top of that, at the time that I moved over, their Spotify numbers were calculated on a separate thing. It was still within like a dashboard, but it was like separate. So basically I moved over and everything was moved over like the last couple days of September. Um, and so everything started from zero. So I was at zero and I remember thinking like, like I was a little bit frustrated at that, but I remember thinking like, okay, this is a clean slate. I'm kind of seeing this as like, you know, I'm having a fresh start to the podcast. I'm really going at it, you know, with a different type of energy. That was around the time that I started to record episodes like I Got Me, which was one of the most downloaded episodes of the entire podcast, which is so dope. Um, if you haven't listened to that one, it's it's a really good episode. I recorded Persevere. Like I recorded those types of episodes because that was the energy I was in. I was in my, like, I'm about to do this. Like, this is how it's, this is how it's gonna be. I'm coming at this real different. That was the bag I was in at that time. So... I'm mad I just said that. Seydu says that all the time. He says, like, you in that bag. So now I start saying that. So, like, Lord help me. (laughs) But that's what I was doing at that time. And so when I moved and when I had started at zero, it was just kind of feeling like, okay, you know what? This is a clean slate. This is a fresh slate. I was looking at it like a really good thing. After I got over the frustration, I was looking at it like, now I can really now I can really approach this differently and now I can really build this up. From October to January, that's how we amassed the 10,000 downloads. That is a really monumental thing for me because it literally happened on the last day of January, on January 31st. Essentially, like, that was four months, right? That was four months of me creating content and getting to that number. And the first, I guess, like, nine months of the podcast... I don't remember like how many numbers I had told. I think on Spotify it was something like maybe 1,500. Um, and Apple it was probably around the same, like maybe 1,500 or so. Like maybe a little bit less actually, probably like 1,000 with Apple. So we're looking at like 2,500 maybe downloads in the first nine months of the podcast to all of a sudden having 10,000 downloads in the like in the last four months essentially and so it was a really really big thing for me and it was a really big moment because I can I, I think that was the moment I like and I had already seen it happening I, I was already seeing like the results of the work I was putting in and there are times when I have to like not look at my numbers too closely because it's like I also look at the month over month growth um and sometimes a month over month growth is a really small percentage like I calculate that stuff and I like to basically look at like what episodes do really well I ask you guys on Instagram, like, what do you want to hear and that kind of stuff. But sometimes I think when it comes to content creation, there is like a strategy part to it. But a lot of times I'm like trying to return to the part of myself where I'm just creating when I'm inspired, like right now. So there was no plan again to do this episode. I didn't sit down here. I was like, oh, I'm gonna talk about this, this and this. It was sort of like, I'm gonna sit down and whatever happens, happens. Whatever conversation comes about, it comes about it. Because Those are the episodes that actually do really well is the ones where I'm just like really inspired and there's really something that that I need to talk through to myself about and I ended up talking through to you guys about. So yeah, so we hit the 10,000 download mark and that was awesome. That's why I got the ice cream yesterday, y'all. I had to go celebrate. I got me some Oreo cake batter ice cream, okay? And it was bomb. I had them put Oreos on top. Yes, I'm extra. And it was really good. So that is really exciting. So for all of you guys, a little thank you, a little shout out. Thank you so much for listening. And for everyone that's written a review of the podcast as well, thank you so much. Um, You can leave reviews on Apple if you didn't know. Like if you listen on Spotify, like you can't leave no reviews on Spotify. At least not that I know of. Like let me know if it's changed or something. I'll be listening to podcasts on Spotify. I don't see no damn review thing. But on Apple, you can leave a review. So if you have it, I would love it if you could leave one. But if not no worries but thank you so much for listening and subscribing anyways because that obviously 
is like a huge factor <laughs> to the 10,000 download thing and a huge factor to the growth over the past couple months. And so it's sort of been like, damn, like, you know, this is, this is really something where it's like, kind of how it's explained earlier, the day that you plant the fruit is not the day that you pick the seed. And it's like, had I stopped, right? Had I, in one of those breaks I took last year, because I felt like no one was listening, I would have never gotten to this point where I got those kind of numbers in four months. And I think one of the things too about growth and the planting of the seed is that a lot of it is like this exponential growth. So you'll plant the seed, you'll be, you know, watering that seed, you're gonna put some sunshine on that hoe, like, oh my God, you're gonna be doing the most to that seed and it will just not grow for the longest minute. And the minute that it sort of sprouts out of the ground and the minute that you start to really love on that seed even more, I think that's when you start to see the most beautiful exponential growth. And I've seen that happen to so many people and I've seen that happen in so many situations where it's like all the work. Cause I tell you guys this all the time, that energy is not just going out nowhere. It's not like you're putting in work and it's just getting scattered into the atmosphere and it's not really going into the thing that you're working on. It goes into it. But the thing is sometimes it's like, you know, you put it in, you put it in, you put it in, you put it in. And it's like all of a sudden all, on one day, it's like it, it bursts. It's like you're blowing a balloon and you're blowing in the air and you're blowing in the air and you're blowing in the air. And all of a sudden one day it's just gotten so big that it pops and it's like confetti just raining down on you because now you're getting blessed for every single thing that you've been doing. So it's just kind of like, you know, for me, at least a really good reminder. And I know if you guys listen to the February, um, the monthly magic episode that I did, and it actually came out today, <laughs> but I mean, it's not today when you're listening to it, but came out on Tuesday, go listen to that. In that episode, I pull a couple Tarot Oracle cards about what to expect for the month of February and what to expect with the energy. And it's really interesting because the cards were literally saying this. It was like, don't stop. Like, trust the path that you're on, trust what you're doing. So if you have planted a seed and you're looking at everybody else's garden and their stuff is blooming and you're kind of like, damn, well, what's going on with mine? Like my, my whole garden looking like it's just ground. It's just soil. <laughs> like I ain't got no grass. Like it's okay. Just keep watering your seeds. Okay. Mind your business and keep watering your seeds. Go out and get you some, um, what's that thing called? The miracle grow. Go and get you some Miracle Grow from Home Goods, not Home Goods, Home Depot. Why did I say Home Goods, y'all? They don't sell Miracle Grow at Home Goods. Please don't go there for it. They they don't have it, okay? I don't know. Okay, so I guess like in this metaphor, the Miracle Grow could be like just your faith, <laughs> like your faith, and just the other tools of manifestation that we talk about. Like we talk about on this podcast, talk about like scripting. We talk about getting messages from your guys through tarot, through oracle cards, through the Akashic records, if that's something that you feel like working with and just holding the faith. Cause I think that that's the, the really big part of it is like, I think there's like a quote from somebody famous. I'm, I'm not, I can't place who it is right now, but they talk about how like a big part of it is holding the vision when nobody else holds it because nobody else is going to hold the vision of your dream. It's only you. So you're responsible for that. If you have a vision of how you want your life to go and how you want things to unfold, you need to hold that vision. Nobody else can do it for you. And the minute that you start to drop the vision or drop the thought of what could happen for you, what is possible for you, because you don't see things happening, well, it's no longer possible for you because again, you need to hold the vision to keep making sure it's a possibility. So that's really important. And I also mentioned that today I wanted to talk to you guys about the power of rest. The reason I felt really called to talk about that is because today I'm having a day where I don't feel like doing anything. I'm even surprised that I felt inclined and inspired to record this episode because this technically, I guess, is work. There are going to be times when you get really tired on your journey, whatever you're doing, whatever you're working towards, whatever your goal is. And I think that there's this sort of like, whenever a new year starts, it's always this extra like hustle behind it. And I love the hustle too. I love action. I love inspired action. I think that there's nothing, you can't have things the way you want them without some type of action. Okay. You can manifest things and you can have, you're always manifesting, you're always creating, but in order to get the best result and the best outcome, there has to be some sort of form of action. But I think when a new year starts, there's this sort of narrative around kind of like sprinting out the gate, right? It's like people seem to forget that it's a marathon. It's not no sprint. And so people come sprinting out the gate on January 1st, 
2020 losing their damn minds for getting their water at the start of the gate and it's like yo like you still got a whole not even that you got a whole 2020 to go but then it's like this is the start of a new decade and after that we're gonna be in 2030 that's a whole another decade and you know I'm, I'm putting out the energy that we're all blessed to see these next couple of years we live a long healthy amazing prosperous abundant life right and so if you are holding that same vision for yourself of living this long, healthy, prosperous, and abundant life, you have to remember it's a marathon and not a sprint. And so there are going to be times when on this marathon you get tired and there are going to be times where you want to, you want to take a break. And there are also going to be times where you want to quit. And I think the important thing here too is to remember that when it comes to break or quit, we, we take the break. And when I say quit, I don't mean pivoting because I think there's a difference between taking a pivot and taking and quitting. I think when you pivot, sometimes you're doing something, you're doing something, you're doing something and you no longer feel aligned with that thing. And so you take a turn and you work towards something different that's, you know, left or right field that you feel more aligned with. And I think that's perfectly fine. I think that's just the life that we're in. We're all here to take pivots and to learn and to explore and to have a sense of curiosity about what we like and to explore things. Because again, you might not know you like something until you do it. And you might not know you don't like something until you do it. But in terms of quitting, quitting is not even about pivoting. Quitting is about saying like, I have this vision for myself and I'm so afraid that I can't get to it. I'm so afraid that I'm unworthy. I'm so afraid it's not going to happen for me that I'm just going to stop all action, stop thinking about it, stop visualizing it, stop working towards it because I don't believe it's possible for me. That's quitting. That's that's coming from a sense of fear. That's coming from a place of you know feeling unworthy, a place of low self-worth. And so when you rest, rest comes from a place of love. Rest comes from a place of, okay, I see the vision, I hold the vision, and I know that in order to get myself to the vision, I have to to treat this body and this mind and this soul with grace and with compassion. And with grace and compassion comes understanding that you are human on this earth and you do need to rest sometimes. And sometimes rest can look like, you know, if you've been working, working, working all day, sometimes rest looks like maybe you come home and maybe you do watch TV. Or maybe you, you know, instead of going to the gym, you say, you know what? I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm a little bit sore and I'm just, I'm tired. And I've, I've not that, not in, even in the sense of like, I've earned the rest, but it's like, damn, I want to, I want to rest. I think there is, you know, a little bit of stigma around rest sometimes where it's like, we're all just sort of, especially in the United States in this hustle, hustle, hustle mentality and culture where it is really, people pride themselves on how hard they work. They pride themselves on things like perfectionism and type A personality and hard worker. And, you know, I work 60 plus hours per week and I still, you know, do this, this and this. And I mean, I personally think that rest is really important. And as a projector, I'm a, I'm a human design projector. If you don't know what that means, I'm having, um, I'm actually interviewing a, a human design expert tonight actually for the podcast and I'm going to have that episode probably come out either um, towards the end of this month if not early March but we on that episode are talking all about human design it's just a way of it's a it's kind of like a type it's almost like it's a mix of like astrology and a bunch of other stuff she will tell you guys on the episode okay I'm not a human design expert but I know as a human design projector that one of the characteristics of a projector is the need for rest and the need to rest often and to not work too many hours per day and it's really hard because I think in our society, again, uh, for the most part, we all are living in a place where hard work and the grind is so uh, placed on this pedestal that whenever any of us feels like we want to rest in pursuit of a specific goal, we feel guilt and we feel shame and we feel as if we're not able to keep up and we feel as if we don't deserve the goal if we don't, you know, put in X amount of work all the time 24 7 and I'm here to tell you that's not true that rest is just as important as the work it's an ebb and a flow like you can't work yourself you know to death you can't overwork yourself burn yourself out get to a place where you're taking like misaligned action where you're just doing the actual most and you're not prioritizing your self-care and then all of a sudden it's like you get to a 
a, a version of the goal that just doesn't even look that good because you've now just put yourself on a path where you're aligning yourself to something that's not even what you want because all you've been doing is ignoring your need for rest. And so I think that there is an importance and a necessity of rest, especially, especially when we think about the start of a new year, because I think that's when it's a lot of people are put in this place where they're in such a grind mode to achieve really big goals that they've set for the year. It can be really hard to remind yourself that it's okay to pause. It's okay to breathe. It's okay to to look at the situation holistically and actually also another thing, evaluate if the goals that you set on January 1st or even prior to January 1st, if they are things that you still feel aligned with. That was another thing too that came out during the February, um, the monthly magic episode that now it's clicking differently for me actually now that I talked to y'all about it is that there might have been goals that you set for yourself that now that you're in February, you don't really feel that aligned with anymore. And there's no shame in changing your goals. There's no shame in reevaluating what you want because the truth of the matter is what you want will always be changing. And it's up to you to, again, create the life that you want. If you decide that you no longer feel aligned with something and you don't really want it anymore, but because you think, you know, I've already set this goal, I've already told people I'm doing this, and so I got to push forward and I got to keep going and I got to get there just to show people that I can achieve this goal, just to show myself. I mean, sometimes it's not about that. Sometimes it's really about sitting down with yourself and getting honest and saying like, damn, well, I set this goal not because I wanted it, but because of something else, because I was trying to keep up with appearances or because... I thought that's what I should want at this age or at this stage in my life. That's another thing too. I'm just like, we got to throw all that away. Like it's not about, you know, setting goals to, to keep up a certain type of look. It's not about setting goals because you think you should have a certain goal for a certain time in your life. Like I remember I would do that all the time and I still have moments where I beat myself up for certain things like that where I'm almost 26 years old and I still live at home with my parents. I remember I used to hate like I, like I used to hate that so much it used to make me feel such shame and such like I would feel just like such a child you know what I'm saying like it's when I was single and I'd go out on dates with people and you know they'd like ask oh like where do you live or not you know in a creepy way but they would just kind of like ask about like oh like do you have roommates and you know I wouldn't even want to say like I live with my parents and I wouldn't lie you know I wouldn't like ever lie about that stuff but it was like I would kind of like try to dance around it or try to just avoid even having that question come up or try to flip it back on them like oh yeah like I don't even know what I would say but I wouldn't lie about it I just had a lot of shame around that and I still have moments where that shame comes up too where I'm just in a place where I feel very behind like it's like I I have friends that are buying houses that have bought houses I see people on um, Facebook from high school that are married, having kids, like just doing these really big things like moving up the corporate ladder. And I'm in a place where honestly, I know everyone's always figuring it out, but I really am trying to figure it out because I know for myself that one thing that I've had to reevaluate for myself is kind of similar to what I'm telling y'all. It's like, you got to reevaluate what actually is what you want like what's gonna make you happy and I had to sit with myself and be like well do I want to buy a house right now and it was kind of like a well I kind of don't because I don't even know what state I want to settle down in like I want to be married and I want to before I buy a house I don't want to just buy a house by myself I want to buy a house with my husband like I don't know what state I want to live in because I thought I knew what state I wanted to live in and now I'm reevaluating that. I don't even know if I want to live in this country. I think Sadie wants to stay in this country. But like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to live in this country, right? So this that's not my timeline. That's not for me right now. It's like, I also see, you know, people like doing certain things. And I'm just like, do I want that life? No, I kind of want the life where honestly, like, I really want to create a family like sooner than later. And I want to have a certain type of business. And even in business, I've had to reevaluate my wants in business, right? Seeing all these boss women out here creating these million dollar businesses and not to say that I don't want a million dollars because y'all, I mean, run me my check. But it's like, I had to evaluate. It's like, you know, a lot of times people will be like, they want to be a millionaire and it's kind of like, okay, why? 
you just want to be a millionaire to be a millionaire. And I had to reevaluate like what it is I want. Do I like, it's not even for me about the money. It's about creating a business again, that allows me the freedom of my time, the flexibility in my work, the ability to create the ability to just create the things that I want, the things I'm passionate about, the things that I'm knowledgeable about and create resources and help others. And the ability to, when I have kids, to be at home with my kids and raise my kids because I don't really want to put my kids in daycare. I want to be able to raise my kids and homeschool them for a part of their of their childhood and things like that. And that's something that you can't really do with certain traditional jobs. And so that's part of like my real intensity around wanting to create a business and design my life a certain way is because I have a vision of how I want my family to be, of how I want to raise my kids, of the time I want to spend with my husband. And for me, that's that's what it looks like. That kind of boils down to everything else I do in terms of like how I'm trying to structure things. And it's really different because again, I see a lot of people and sometimes I've had to you know stop myself from looking in their lane because it's like, damn, well now I'm looking at what X, Y, and Z is doing and she's been able to build X, Y, and Z business with the quickness, with the swift of it all and it's like well I don't want that kind of business like yeah she's making you know ten thousand dollars a month but and I would love to make ten thousand dollars a month but I don't want that type of business I don't want that type of life I don't want that type of clientele I I want to serve more people who don't necessarily have the money to pay someone two thousand dollars to work with them I think that I was actually telling this to a friend yesterday and I was saying that I think a lot of times in the online education community there are certain things where I believe that it's been systematically set up to really target those who have who are privileged with certain financial capabilities when you know you see people who are charging thousands of dollars for their services it's geared towards the people who can pay that and not everyone can afford that. And when they can't afford that, they're either turned away or told to go take out a loan or use a credit card to pay for it. It's like, if you do that and you don't get your result back or make your money back, it's like all of a sudden now you're in even more debt because now you never had the money to begin with and now you've had to pay someone to work with them. You have to take take out a loan, take out credit and you now are in a place where you're worse off than before. Like, where does that get you? And so for me, I don't believe that, you know, with, with online education and the, the specific space that I'm in, I'm stepping out again. I told you all this into, in the dismantle episode, like into my own box, into my own bar, into my own bag, where I don't think that it has to be a thing where everything has to be high priced in order to make a difference. Like, yes, higher cost indicates to us a lot of times higher value, but a lot like there are a lot of instances where that's not true where the cost and the value do not equate. And I think that there's something that we need to do in our society to kind of help certain people get resources when they don't have, when they may not have the certain financial capabilities as others to drop thousands of dollars on certain resources. And I'm being very specific to my industry when I talk about like this money thing and the the like the system and everything like that. But I think this can apply to a lot of different stuff and a lot of different industries and a lot of different like things that we've set up in this world, a lot of different systems. So that's just my take on that. I again I have to reevaluate like what did what do I actually want and what does that look like? So how can I now take my own vision and then reverse engineer my vision to then create my goals. And then, okay, so now it's like, what can I do? And now what do I need to manifest in order to bring me closer? It really is about that. So like, I urge y'all to take some time and really think about the goals that you set for yourself this year. Do they make sense for you? Do they make sense for what you want? What do you actually want, right? And you don't have to sit here and have you a big old 10-year, 5-year vision. Your vision might be six months down the road. And that's okay. Your vision might be a year down the road. Like what do you want to do or achieve or have or feel by the end of 2020? What do you want to do, achieve, have, be, feel by the end of this month? And then you reverse engineer that, right? And then you take the steps to to get closer to that thing because now you've actually gotten clear on what you want and now you actually know that there's a certain way that you can approach this. And I think that's the real important part of this whole thing is just kind of like, it's like, it's not about what anybody else wants, man. Like this life is way too short 
for any of us. And not even short. It's, it's short, yes, because if you think about the span of, you know, what we perceive as time and then how long we're here for, it's like, it, it's not even a, a, a microscopic blip. It's like small. Like, we're not, we're barely here. On top of that, too, it's like, you don't really know when it's your day. I'm sending out energy and the intentions that we all live a long, blessed, prosperous, and abundant life, but it's, you You don't know. Things happen all the time. There are a lot of tragedies that take place and you just don't know when it's your day. And I think that should give any one of us, all of us, the incentive to really just live life on our terms. Like, really sit and just ask yourself, man, like, what do you want? Because it's not about what your parents want for you. It's not about what your spouse or your partner wants for you. It's not about what you think you should want for you based on where you live, based on who you know, based on who follows you on Instagram. Like, we're over that, man. Like, it's not, it's not about that. Like, it's just, we're not here to please anybody else we're not here to live for anybody else it's your life like you are the miracle you have been given a time and a purpose and desires and a vision for what you want for yourself so how do you reverse engineer that to make it come true for yourself that's my spiel y'all this has been such a fun episode i really do love when i sit down and just kind of like talk to y'all because I mean, it's just dope. It's just dope being able to have these conversations. And I think I'm going to release this one earlier than Tuesday because I don't think I can sit on this for a whole week. It's too juicy. So I'm going to let this one go out, you know, like a little fart that you accidentally let slip out. Oop. <laughs> but you guys, it's so good. It's so good. I'm going to go. My lips are dry. I got to go get me some Vaseline or some lip gloss or something. You know, my lip gloss popping. Uh, and I also think I'm about to go cook. I've been doing HelloFresh. I'm about to go grab me a HelloFresh meal or make a HelloFresh meal. I think I have like, it's like stuffed zucchini boat or boat. It might be two boats. It might be one boat. I think it would be two boats. Cause if it's like one zucchini and I cut it open and I like stuff it, that's two boats. Anywho, so a stuffed zucchini boat, two boats, uh, with one zucchini on top of some jasmine rice so i hope this hits i hope it slaps i'm about to eat that and i'm trying to not consume as much sugar so i do not have any ice cream for dessert today and i'm really sad about it like low-key high-key i want to go down to a grocery store and get me some chip witches which is basically a chocolate chip ice cream sandwich and they're really really good if you see chip witch in your grocery store i highly recommend okay i'm endorsing the chip witch it's really bombed but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, for being here, for listening to me, just chatting and whatever. And oh, as I mentioned in the February monthly magic episode, I did make a scripting ebook for you guys. So if you are interested in scripting to help you manifest, if that's one of the methods that you want to use for like just amplifying your manifestation process, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes for the um for the free scripting ebook. I'm actually about to go script today i've been getting like a really big ping that there's something that i'm actually going to be like manifesting this month um well it's like two things that i have been feeling the need to go script out so i'm gonna go script that out and then y'all y'all gonna be hearing like hot tea in the next couple of months when things start kind of like unfolding but yeah so again thank you so much for listening to this one i'm gonna talk to y'all soon and soon i think um i'll probably be doing new intro music so stay tuned for that but yeah have an amazing day weekend whatever when you guys are listening to this and i will chat with you guys in the next episode bye thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode if you enjoyed this episode please take a minute to share it with someone you think would enjoy it too and if you feel called please feel free to leave me a review of what you think about this podcast. It would make my day and it would help other people discover this podcast, people that really need to hear these words. So until next time, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.